the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. made righteous. You are made in right standing with God. This is game changer. It changes everything about how you see God and how you believe that God sees you. When you understand that you are made righteous, that you are in right standing with God, you can run to him. You can run boldly to him with no fear, with no guilt, with no shame. Come on, you run to the Father, because you know that he loves you. And it's not about you. Let me tell you, it's not about you. He made you righteous. Understanding we are made righteous is foundational for our success in life. Because when we don't know who we are, we are all over the place. You know what happens is then when you don't know who you are and you don't know that you are made righteous, the enemy comes in and he starts accusing you. He starts accusing you of sin. He starts accusing you of that hot mess you got yourself in. Come on, he starts accusing you. You're like, bro, I already accused myself. I don't need you. I don't need you, right? But when you know that you are made righteous, that you're in right standing with God, then you don't fear judgment. You don't fear the accusations. You don't fear condemnation. You don't fear it. Come on. We fear nothing. We fear nothing. You are made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, right? You are a new creation. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Can we just wrap our, our mind around that? No, no. We, we, it's like, ugh. What? I'm a child of God. We are children of God. We got to renew our mind to who we are in Christ, right? We got to renew our minds. You're a new creation. What, what does that even mean? We're going to get into all of this so that we can have a firm foundation, so that we can have a solid foundation, so that we could be founded on the rock. What are we, what are we going to be founded on? On God's love and that we are in right standing with him. Do you want to know how much authority, how much security comes when you know that you are in right standing? How many know when you're in trouble, you ain't in right standing with your parents? You ducking, you hiding, you're like, ooh, right? And then we walk around with our relationship with God like that? No, no, we are made righteous. We're a new creation. We are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Let me tell you, Christ is lacking nothing. We should not be either. We are loved. We are forgiven. We are justified just as if you had never sinned in Christ Jesus. We are redeemed. We are sanctified. We are set apart. God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for your life. Don't give up on yourself. You're never too old. You're never too young to do exactly what God has called you to do. Do not give up. Do not give in. Get up and understand who you are in Christ. This is the year of going beyond. I want to challenge you guys to go beyond in your understanding of who you are in Christ. Go beyond in who you are in Christ. Level up. Come on. Who's ready to go beyond? Who's ready to accept the challenge, right? It is so important that we come to know through personal experience the simplicity 
of who we are in Christ Jesus. Religion complicates it, makes it super complicated. You don't understand what's going on, or you, it's all about your works. It's all about your works, okay? So it's, if you, uh, you need to work in kids' ministry, and you need to help out here, and you need to help out here, and you're like, I, I can't stand kids, <laughs> then what are you doing in the kids' ministry? I mean, if you ask me, I'm just like, yes, I love kids ministry because I love kids and I have none. So I go home to my single self and be like, get my eight hours and come back. And I'm like, Whoa! And some of you are like, I just want a break. You said free childcare, I'm coming to church. Come on, come on. But you know what I mean? Like God's called you. You have a special part to play. Don't play my part. Play your part. Come on. And you can't play my part. And God wouldn't want you to play my part. And I don't want to play your part. We all have our own special part to play. We're a team. We're united. We're knit together in love, right? One goal, one vision, one mission. We win the world. We win the world. Caring, coaching, connecting people with God. Caring, coaching, connecting people with God's plan and purpose for their life, right? It's so important that we come to know through personal experience the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. Paul said in Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, let me tell you, Jesus is Lord. He is alive. Come on, he is moving. Yes, recognizing his power, authority, come on, and majesty as Christ. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart a person believes. We believe in our heart. Come on. We confess with our mouth. Right? We're jumping around. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart... For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. How many are ready to be freed from the guilt of sin? Free from guilt of condemnation. Free from the guilt of your past. Free from the guilt of your bad choices. Free from the guilt of them bad relationships. Free from the guilt. Come on, we're going to be freed from the guilt once and for all. It's over. It is finished. When Jesus says it is finished, let me tell you, it is finished. It is finished. You are made righteous. Being freed from the guilt. Made acceptable to God. And with one's mouth, you acknowledge and confess your faith openly, resulting in and confirming your salvation. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. Because whatever you truly believe about yourself, you confess with your mouth. You confess with your mouth. If you believe that you're a loser, you confess that you're a loser. Come on. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and he saved you, you confess with your mouth. You're not ashamed of the gospel. Come on. We're not ashamed of the good news. We're not ashamed of prosperity. We're not ashamed of healing. We're not ashamed of being saved. Come on, we're not ashamed of being a follower of Jesus. We're not ashamed that we walk and we live our life by the standards that the Bible teaches us. We're not ashamed, especially now, today, in this society, in this politically correctness, we are not ashamed. 
We are not ashamed. We stand for what is right because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have a standard to live by. What is that standard? Biblical principles, biblical truths, that we walk by love and we live in love. We have love for all, but we have a standard of our life that we're gonna live by what Jesus said. That's what puts us on the rock, right? The firm foundation. You are made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a new creation, right? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone who, special people, just the elite, just the few, just those who are really good. No, look at your neighbor and say anyone. Anyone, that includes you. Anyone is in Christ Jesus that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as savior. He is a new creation. You are a new creation, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. It brings a new life. You are brand new. Spiritual awakening. Come on. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Where does this new take place? Where does this new take place? So right there when you receive Jesus, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Where does this new take place? Because after we receive Jesus, it feels like everything stays the same. It feels like, it looks like on the outside, everything stays the same. Our body is the same. Did anybody get a brand new body when you received Jesus? Bam, bam. Ta-da. Woohoo! All of a sudden you got it. You know, you got a nine pack. You got, you got abs and glutes galore. You're a little mermaid, I don't know. Galore. Anybody? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're like, I've received Jesus. Boom! Your voice changed. It's no longer annoying. Sorry. Still me. Right? Our thoughts are the same. Our relationships were the same. Our education was the same. Our understanding was the same. What became new? And this is where we get confused. This is where we get confused. We get tripped up. And this is where we allow the enemy to accuse us. This is where we allow the enemy to deceive us. And we're not here, not at Love Life. Come on, we leveling up. We come to church to flourish, to have maximum development in every area of our life. We are maturing spiritually, right? Putting away childish things. We became new. What became new? Our spirit. Our spirit became new. Our spirit became born again. Our spirit became a new creation. That's on the inside. Paul said in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ. His, his grace is drawing you to Christ. His grace is drawing the world to Christ. You have to deny Christ. You have to deny that drawing. Come on. His grace, his compassion, his favor that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life. Why are we going to be afraid of judgment when we've been delivered from judgment? It's because we don't know that we were made righteous. 
We aren't given righteousness. We were made righteous in our spirit. Come on. Actually delivered from judgment through faith. And this salvation is not of yourself. It's not through your own effort. So stop trying to make effort. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Transformation will come when you have the peace and that assurance of the love of God. It's not about him lording over you to make you. He loves you and he allows you to choose him. We get to serve here in the ministry. We get to serve our Lord and Savior. We get to be co-laborers. Come on, co-laborers, partakers of his divine nature. Yes, oh, this is so amazing. This is what's game changer. This is what changes your life. I was 13 years old, came here to Love Life Church, and this is all the foundation. Pastor Dan was talking about righteousness, 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 new creation, new identity, new creation, new identity, new creation, new identity, righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. So I'm like, bam. Oh my gosh, you get to live a free life. And you know what's crazy is that when I was under religious, under, under that condemnation and the guilt, you want to know I was running further and further from God. I was running further and further from the things of God. Why? Because it's too hard. It's too much. It's too complicated. But the moment that I started to understand the grace of God, the love of God, that I was, I was made righteous, let me tell you, I ran to the things of God. I ran to the love of God. I ran to the house of God. There was no place I wanted to be. They asked Pastor Dan, why did he hire me? Because she was always here. I couldn't get rid of her. I was always here. I was out there washing the car. I was here cleaning the toilets. I'm like, oh, I, I can count the kids change. Every time, they're like, what are you doing? I rode my bike here. I walked here. However I could get here, I wanted to be here because I tasted the world and it had nothing for me. I tasted the world. I tasted the partying, the drinking, the drugs. I tasted whatever it had. It had nothing to offer me because there ain't no high like a Jesus high. Let me tell you, they, it can't offer you nothing. There's no, even, even when it comes to money, when is it enough? It's never enough when you chase in it, but you chase after the word and all those things will be added to you. How many of y'all ready to let things chase you? Somebody. All the single people said, hey. Girl, not yet. Get in the word. Whoever that was for. Come on, it's not about your effort. It's not about your works. When you are so, when you're in a good, healthy family, you guys do right by each other because you love each other. You do right by each other. You help each other out because you love each other. You got each other's back. That's how it is in the family of God. When you're in the when the family of God and you understand that this is a family, that God loves you, he is a father, that he's equipped you with the Holy Spirit, that the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives and dwells in you. You're like, I'll do anything to serve you. Like, it just flows out of you. Not because I have to. There's nothing I'd rather do than to be a part of your kingdom, a part of your church, a part of serving in any way that I can, right? But it's not about works. I don't do it because I have to. I don't do it because I'm afraid of God. I do it because I love him. It's not 
your works, nor your attempts to keep the law, so that no one would be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. For we are, you are, we are his workmanship, his own master work. We are a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed. Come on, you are his masterpiece. Spiritually transformed, renewed, and ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life that he predestined and made ready for us. How many of y'all are ready to live the good life? To live the life that God has planned and destined for you. This is why we renew our mind to the word of God. This is why we come to church to learn and discover who we are. So that we don't have to fall for the lies of the enemy. We don't have to fall for the lies of the world, the standards of the world. We can level up and understand God's plan and purpose for our life. He did it. What happened? The transformation was on the inside. Your spirit became new. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit became a new creation. Your spirit became transformed formed. Your spirit, this happened in the spirit, right? Your spirit underwent an instant and complete transformation. And that's what we wish our body did, right? Anybody else, right? It happened in the spirit. So your body and your soul, they were impacted by salvation, but the change was not total and it was not complete. That's why our body stayed the same, our thoughts stayed the same, our relationships stayed the same, our education stayed the same, our understanding was the same at that moment. At that moment, right when you received Jesus, it stayed the same. But let me tell you, you can grow. You can mature, right? Your spirit became new. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. You, you are a spirit. Your spirit is the real, true you. You have a soul and you live in this body, right? Your spirit is the real you. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality, and your conscience. Your body is your physical suit here on earth, right? And when we receive Jesus, our spirit is identical to God's spirit. Our spirit, man. So this is why we need to renew our mind. We need to align our thinking. We just got to renew our mind, our, our will, our, our emotions, right, to the word of God. Because how many of you know our emotions are all over the place? You have highs and lows. You feel like God loves you. You feel like he doesn't. But we cannot be led by our emotions. We got to be led by the spirit of God. Truth, right? We got to renew our personality, our conscience through the word of God. Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, therefore, I urge you, come on, Look at your neighbor and urge them with, a, a, with an elbow. <laughs> Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies dedicated, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourself set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intellectual act of worship. And do not... Be conformed to this world any longer. Why? Because if we are not renewing our mind to the word of God, we are completely conformed to this world. 
We live and act and conform to this world. And it's, it's way of doing things, it's standards, right? The standards are all over the place. Are the world standards getting higher and higher? No, they're getting lower and lower. Anyways, come on, any longer with its uh, superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. This is game changer. How many want to know God's plan, his purpose? Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your emotions. Come on, renew your personality. Renew your will to the will of God, to the word of God. This is a process. This is a daily choice. A daily choice to what? To believe in the word. To live in the word. To act on the word. To think on the word. To meditate on the word. Day and night. This is when we're going to be a great success, right? Exchanging old information with new information. We exchange our old way of doing things. How we were taught. How we were trained. With God's way. With God's will. With God's plan. God's word is information. Receive a revelation of that information. Put into practice the application, come on, of that revelation. And then you produce a total transformation. You are made righteous. You are in right standing with God. You have nothing to fear. You don't need to fear the dark. You don't need to fear death. You don't need to fear judgment. You don't need to fear the future. You are in right standing with God right? You're a new creation. You're a child of God. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You are loved. You're forgiven. We need to live our life out. I am loved. I am forgiven. Not just as an affirmation, but as an understanding that I live my life knowing that I'm loved by God and nothing will ever change that. I live my life knowing that I am forgiven, that I'm justified, that I'm redeemed, I am sanctified, I am set apart for God's good use. Come on. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made Christ who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by the gracious loving kindness, by his gracious loving kindness. God made Christ who knew no sin to become sin for us. So all your nasty sin went on the cross. It went on the cross and it stayed there. And that's where we need to understand that we have no guilt. We have no shame. But let me tell you, you will pay the consequences of your choices here on this earth. Don't get it twisted. You, if you, you know, you go and rob a bank like, I'm justified. No, you ain't. You're going to jail. That's where you're going real quick. Why? Because that's not how it works. You're going to heaven, but you're going to be in jail till you get there. That's your choice, right? That's your choice. That's why we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our minds to the word of God. We, know we, don't, we don't be robbing the bank. We don't be acting a fool, right? Come 
on, you guys. Nobody in here is going to rob a bank. Y'all got quiet. Got me scared. I have no fear. Our firm foundation should be founded on God's endless love and our right standing with him, right? No guilt, no shame, no inferiority. Come on, we are not afraid. When, when you mess up big time, when you fail, when you get off track, come on, when you get yourself in a big mess, not a little mess, a big mess, you did it, you created it. Come on, you created that debt, you created that DUI, you created a, a, a new human being, you created something. You created this, this situation. And every child is a blessing. I don't know why. So then. But you know, sometimes in that moment, that very moment, not just with superficial knowledge, not just with a scripture memorized, in that moment, in your dark moments, how do you see God? How do you see him? And how do you think God sees you? These are the questions that we really need to ask ourselves because we need to grow in understanding that we are made righteous. Because in that very moment is the test that if you truly know that God loves you, are you afraid of him? Right? It got really quiet because we need to ask ourselves these, right? He sees you through the blood of Jesus. He sees you in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. You are in Christ Jesus. He is the head. You are the body. He sees you through him. We need to understand who we are, right? We have a new covenant in Christ Jesus, and we need to obey the words of Jesus. We need to obey what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, Therefore, everyone who hears what I say and obeys it, I will liken him to a wise person who built his house on the rock. Built his house on what? On the rock, on a solid foundation, on a firm foundation. Built that house on the rock, right? Rain poured, the floods came. This is what happens in life. Let me tell you, the storm's gonna come. The financial storm will come. The relationship storms will come. The money storms will come. The uh, sickness battles have come. Come on, they come. They knock on the door. Man, how many of our families, COVID came and we said, you gotta go. You need to get out of here. No sickness, no disease. We are founded on the firm rock of our salvation. The rock of Jesus, the rock of, come on. We are firm, or, or you're not. That's what happens. You're, maybe you're not founded on that made righteousness, that you are in right standing with God, that you can go run boldly to the Father and receive that healing. Run boldly to the Father and receive that forgiveness. Run boldly to the Father, right? The storms come, the winds blew and beat against the house, but it did not collapse because its foundation was on a rock. Everyone who hears what I say but does not obey it, I will liken him to a fool. A what? What a fool? There you are in the Bible, calling you by name. <laughs> Not us. But built their house on sand. So when the rain poured and the floods came, winds blew and struck the house, it collapsed. And the result was total disaster. 
Great security comes with a strong foundation of God's endless love and understanding our right standing with him. Through our new covenant, through the blood of Jesus, come on, through the words of Jesus, we're going to be founded on that rock. So it doesn't matter what comes our way, we will not fall. Come on, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will not fall. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved. We keep our eyes on Jesus. We keep our eyes on Jesus, right? 2022 is the year of going beyond. Let's go beyond an understanding. Let's go beyond an understanding. Paul said in Romans 5, 18, So then, as through one trespass, Adam sinned, there resulted condemnation for all men. Even so, through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all men. For just as through one man's disobedience, his failure to hear, his carelessness. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, bro. <laughs> the many were made sinners. So through the obedience of one man, Jesus, come on. The many will be made righteous. You were made righteous and acceptable to God and brought into right standing with him. You have done nothing to become a sinner. There is nothing you can do to become righteous. We were made righteous. Well, there is something you can do. Call on the name of Jesus. <laughs> Call on the name of Jesus. And you shall be saved because Jesus is Lord. He has the victory. He won the battle. That's right. Yes. Right? You're made righteous. It's a part of your new nature. Right? Your new DNA. Your new creation. Your new self. It's the nature of God. It's the DNA of God. Right? You can run to the Father with no guilt, with no shame, because you have his DNA. He calls you by name. You are his son and you are his daughter. He said, come home there with open arms. He sees you through the blood of Jesus, right? Even when you don't feel like it, right? And even when you don't act like it, you don't look like it. He calls you his own. You belong to him. You are a child of God. God loves you. God loves you so much, you got to be firm on that foundation. 1 John 4, 17. In this union and fellowship with him, love is completed and perfect with us so that we have confidence in the day of judgment. How many of you want confidence in the day of judgment? You want to know who's judging you besides each other? <laughs> And you remind your neighbor of that confidence you have. <laughs> the devil, right? Satan is the accuser of the brethren. How many of you guys enjoyed the message on Sunday about the devil and his strategy and his mind games, right? No, we understand you fool. We ain't falling for those tricks. Tricks are for kids. We grown up over here, right? Yes. No, we are not going to be afraid of guilt and condemnation because we know that we are made righteous, the assurance and boldness to face him. We don't run from God. We run to him. We run to the arms of the Father. Because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, 
as Christ is, Jesus Christ, so are we in this world. Not so are we when we get to heaven. So are we in this world. So are we in this world. So we need to walk in that power. We need to walk in that authority. We need to walk in that understanding. We need to walk in that wisdom. We need to walk with that clarity, right, that we are in right standing with God, that we are one with Jesus, that he sees us through the blood, that we have the Holy Spirit. Come on. This is our time to grow up. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear. Anybody dealing with fear? Anybody dealing with anxiety? Anybody dealing with depression? Come on, you got bills knocking on your door? You got, what else knocks on your door besides the pizza man at your house? (laughs) Jokes. Whatever it is, there is no fear in love. It's time to grow up in love, grow up in understanding. Love drives out fear because fear involves torment, the expectation of divine punishment. We know that there is no punishment for us, right? So the one who, has, who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into sufficient understanding of God's love. Satan is the accuser, and we're not ignorant of his mind games, right? We do not have any fear of judgment. The righteous are what? They're bold as a lion. Come on. And you're going to hear me roar. That was a bad roar, but you're going to hear me roar. Come on. We are bold. What are we bold about? We are bold about our confidence. We are bold about our right standing with God. We are bold about our assurance with him. We are bold that we do not walk in fear. We do not live in fear. That perfect love drives out fear. We are bold about our healing. We are bold about our freedom. Come on. We are bold about our prosperity. We are bold about our redemption. We are bold about our children. Come on. We are bold about our future. We are bold about the vision that God has for us. We are bold. We are bold. Come on. We are, we are bold because God has called us to do so much greater than these little things that we're trying to achieve. God has more. Isaiah 55, 14. You will be firmly established in righteousness. You will be far from even the thought of oppression. Even the thought of oppression is going to be far from you. For you will not fear, and from terror, for it will not come near you. You are made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a new creation. You are a child of God. Come on, you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You are loved, you are forgiven, you are redeemed. Come on, you are sanctified, you are set apart. God has a plan for you. Paul said in Titus 3, 4, but when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man, Jesus Christ. The man. (laughs) He saved us, 
not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy. By the cleansing of the new birth, your spiritual transformation, regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we would be justified, that we would be made free of the guilt of sin by his compassionate, come on, undeserved grace, and that we would be acknowledged and accepted to him and made heirs of eternal life, actually experiencing it according to our hope and his guarantee. How many are ready to experience it? experience it, the love of God, the righteousness of God, your new creation, your new identity, who you are, understanding that we are made righteous is foundational for our success in life. You are the righteousness of God. You are made righteous. And we're going to be on a journey to truly come to know who we are in Christ. I'm always saying, learn who you are in Christ. Learn who you are in Christ. Come on, let's go on a journey together and discover who we are in Christ, who we truly are, and that maximum potential that we have available right inside of us. The same power that rose Christ from the dead lives and dwells in you. Let's not waste this life here and wait till we get to heaven. No, let's, let's have the full experience as he is, so are you in this world. In this world. Do you think God was afraid of anything? You think Jesus was here on this earth afraid of anything? No, he wasn't afraid of sickness. He wasn't afraid of disease. He was not afraid of the cross. We have so much to learn. And this is a process. This is a journey. This is, we're going to be on this journey of made righteous, and I'm just so excited about it. I'm so excited because I know that God is calling us to go deeper in understanding that it's our time and the time is now and we're going to go on this trip. Let's go. Take a little trip with me. Aye, aye, aye. Let us pray. <laughs> I hope you guys receive something tonight. Did you guys receive something tonight? Father, we thank you so much for the word. We thank you so much for what you're doing in and through us. Holy Spirit, have your way in us. We just thank you that we are going to see a harvest on the word sown. In Jesus' name, everybody agreed, said amen, amen, amen. Love you guys. See you on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.